And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Get the dribble on, man. man. Get the dribble on. Who is this man? No hands. Side of 436. Yes. What in the fresh hell? What in what is happening? That that is a very he, high dex. That's what a 20 in dex looks like, my guys. There he goes. <laughs> Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, January 6th. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory. Alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. What's up, everybody? What's up, Tassie? We got our top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the Max Lielis. Friends. Certainly not least over yonder, making the magic happen. It's super producer JD. Hello, there he is, and here we are. No restarts this morning, boys. Well, don't jinx it. <laughs> no, don't jinx I it. I want to jinx it. I want to. Uh, shout out to the stream team for joining us live right now on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment. Please share the show. Email in your NBA questions to no dunks at theathletic.com. You can follow us across all social media channels. What's your favorite social media channel, Tass? My favorite social yeah. media channel. I'd say it's theathletic.com. What? What? Is it a social media channel? <laughs> well, with I meant what, ours. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, are you an Instagram say, guy, a Twitter guy, no, a Facebook none. guy, a TikTok none, guy? None, none. I'm saying theathletic.com is oh. my favorite social media channel <laughs> right. because of the interaction. It feels It is so interactive on theathletic.com. People are there for so many minutes. Yep. It's like a social media <laughs> channel. Okay, it's no. not a media company channel. It's a social media well, channel. Well, you can follow us at No Dunks Inc. INC. Uh, also, and I'm happy to see Trey rocking a customized uh, version of the No Dunks hoodie. Go to nodunks.com. There it is. To grab, again, not the tie-dyed version because you you like did a deal, I remember, with a, a No Dunks fan to get that. Didn't you know? Yeah, a fellow by the name of Ethan... Kirby, mm. oh, K-I-R-B-Y. Wow. We swapped sweatshirts. He's got my paint-covered Atlanta oh, Hawks right. one yeah. somewhere up in Canada. So we had the discussion yesterday, like, are you going to wear a no-dunk shirt mm. to the no-dunks classic factory? Everybody said, yeah, you got to do it, Skeets. Yeah. You're wearing one, and not only do I have this one on, I've also got my second layer. Oh, wait, I forgot. I thought I wore a Top Shot Hot Boy shirt. <laughs> Turns out it was the Grateful Dead. My oh, bad. My bad. You just wanted to show that off. No, I completely I completely <laughs> forgot what shirt I was oh. wearing. Yeah, I'm surprised you're wearing an undershirt. I thought you did Scumbag Steve stuff. I don't know if you heard, but... Uh, can get a little cold here in the game. I got tasked for the second day's wearing yeah. a t-shirt. This guy. Yeah, I'm feeling it, man. <laughs> I'm feeling the cold. Mm. All right, go to nodunks.com. Get all of your uh, hoodies and your t-shirts and your shorts and your mugs and stuff like that. And uh, treat yourself to an athletic subscription. It was a, it's a website slash social so media social channel, media channel. Uh, that Tass was talking minutes. about. You yeah. can get a, a nice deal right now. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks. And, 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 final thing here. In case you missed it, we had a brand new Poppin' Packs yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Returned to your feeds, both on YouTube 
You can watch us pop those packs mm-hmm. and show off those cards, and and you can play along, guess the players with us, uh, and we also flip that into a podcast as well. So it's in your uh, podcast feed. It was a lot of fun. I thought yesterday, <laughs> you know, everyone getting involved as well. It wasn't just. Do you like here. that? Do you like yes, switching it up? For so sure. Not just you yeah. uh, with your hints. Yeah, I mean, this is a man that everybody <laughs> loves. <laughs> you know this yeah. man. Yeah. I bet Alex Trebek a couple of times wished he could have gone the other side and been a. Uh, wow. Been he a, never uh, contestant. did that. Not that I know. You guys know the show way better than I do, but uh, I can't remember recall him Trebek ever. You know, standing behind so. the podium. And mm. No, he's a man. He was a man of integrity. Mm. You know, he wouldn't go. He wouldn't <laughs> yeah, go to the other know, side. That would be unfair. Yeah, he would dominate. <laughs> That's, well, yeah, do you I think just he would dominate. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he would dominate, but I think you know, maybe just people would like to see of how course. he would do in that role. You know, so oh, I would have loved it. Yeah. Okay. It's a little shocking that never happened. Mm. Anyway, uh, Pop and Packs is in your uh, YouTube feeds and your podcast feeds. Uh, well, it's like an hour fifteen of. Four guys opening up old pack of basketball cards and talking about old players, if, if that's your sort of thing. I mean, Lee's old school way was to get on a guest, a mm, former right. player. Yeah. And so, yes, this is the new school way of us four doing it. But while we were doing it, he was also thinking, hey, uh, that guy, put in a word for that guy. I want him back. Who did you ask for yesterday? There was somebody Otis Thorpe that, you want to get in touch with. I want to get in touch with Otis Thorpe. He's the big one. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was another well, player. Well, I, I said... Rolando Blackman I tried I've, I've oh, looked, yeah. I, if you saw the DMs I've sent the messages I've sent I've, I've put a few out there right. and right. I've got a few like yeah I'll do it and then they ghost Yeah, uh, Chuck Person I think it was who we want to we want to get back on mm-hmm. yeah but you so, deleted his number you said I did I did I did. but someone must know <laughs> we'll it out there we'll get yeah. somebody we'll get somebody alright so check out Poppin' Packs uh, okay we got tons to talk about here on today's No Dunks we'll, we'll get to a lot of the games but let's start with Dirk because Dirk Nowitzki uh, had his number 41 jersey retired by the Mavs following the team's 99-82 victory over the Warriors. And we can get into that game a little bit if you want to. Dirk becomes just the fourth player in franchise history to have his jersey retired. Joining, I'm going to put you on the spot. Brad Davis, Rolando Blackman, and... He's on the call. Oh, Brad Day, uh, uh, Derek Harper. (laughs) Yes, Derek Harper number twelve, Brad Davis number fifteen, and Rolando Blackman number twenty-two. During the ceremony, Mavs uh, um, owner Mark Cuban announced that a statue will be built outside of the arena (laughs) and all future Mavs arenas. And the next one. Yeah, and the next. He really wanted to point that out uh, to honor the German, obviously. And I think we have a photo of it for everybody joining us on the stream team. we can talk about the ceremony in general, but specifically, Trey, the, the statue. What, what do you think? What? <laughs> Are you a fan of anal beads? <laughs> yes. Honestly, yes. <laughs> hey, let your freak flag fly, guys, gals, whoever. doesn't matter. This is a great statue. The three balls at the top, it looks unusual. But I do like the idea of showing the path of the ball. I don't know if there's a better way to do it. (laughs) You do like to get Dirk's cool arcing shot, no doubt about it. And the pose is obviously iconic, but uh, I mean... (laughs) If you put three balls connected by a little tether, <laughs> you're getting some anal bead comments. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no way around it. Yeah, yeah. This, I, I agree. It's very unique. We always just see one ball in a statue yep. if you ever yeah. see one. Is this their way of doing a focus group? Like throw it out there and now everybody on the internet is throwing in their comments and maybe they'll change the actual statue? I think that's a brilliant idea if that is their move. Like here's the miniature version. See what the feedback is. 
And then, you, like you're like you're saying, maybe tweak it. Like maybe the <laughs> official giant one will just be one ball. I actually think it should be. I don't think you need all three balls there. Yeah. Would you go with the top ball, or would you go with the first ball that's sitting on his fingers? I think the one that he's shooting it, because you know uh, it's yeah. just you got the the it's just the perfect lean back, the the fadeaway yeah. there. He's yeah. the, the the Dirk driveway dad shot. <laughs> Uh, Lee, what would you do? Or what do you think? Uh, yeah, definitely the one in the hand because it would be weird if he was sort of had his hand back cocked like that, but the ball was like three feet in front of him. But you could put some sort of hoop off in the distance as well, maybe make it a longer statue like that. But I think Mark Cuban honestly knew he was going to get lit up for this one because he even said, ah, oh, the budget was a bit small. Uh, it's a joke, Yeah, I know, but like, it, it, it What was... is this, a statue for ants? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's bad. It's bad, but it's good bad. You know what I mean? Like... You, you remember when Cristiano? What do you mean? What do you mean? What's bad? What, what it, it just looks crappy. It looks <laughs> crappy. I, mean, I don't think it does. No, I think it. Does. I think he it's, actually did a really uh, Cuban did a weird like setup of it all. Like he d- almost didn't explain it all that well, yeah. and then was making jokes about like obviously this will be a real statue. It'll yeah. be bigger than this, but. I don't know. I don't it's, think it was. It's like the Ronaldo one that came out that looked nothing like him, and then they had to change it and get it uh, get it made oh, better. Come bad. on, you don't that's think that bad. looks like Dirk? It's not that bad. I, I, I mean, I think you could have done a better job. That's that's what I think. I mean, I like the long, wavy, crazy hair that he that he rocked there for a lot of it, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it just it just looks weird. I, I think maybe when oh, it's in it. its real form, it won't look like anal beads because those would be large <laughs> oh. anal beads. Can, you, true. You look at that yeah, second true, to true. third ball. That's not like a thread. That looks like it's purposefully like a big sort of connector. You know, when it's actual life size, I don't know. I've never seen, I've never seen anal beads that big. So I'm <laughs> right, not sure. Right, Maybe but... they exist. I don't know. Uh, oh, you know, they be, exist. That'd be really cool. And Cuban's like, you know, in the in the tech game, yes, in the NFT world, and all that. Like, yeah. why not make the ball somehow like like holographic or something like that? Like have the statue tray. Hear me out. No. Why? And then then have like a light sort of show. I don't know. (laughs) No. No? I will say I was surprised there wasn't a hologram period last night. Seemed like a great time for a hologram (laughs) considering (laughs) the extravagant nature of the Jersey retirement. But as the stream team is mentioning, keep the ball in his hand. You know what he's doing. He's yeah, shooting it. it. You yeah. know what's gonna happen. He's not passing. Just do it like any other any other shot out there. So I yeah. mean, yeah, if they were gonna add a hologram, last night was the time to do it. Like, Replay us one of Dirk's classic moments or something like that. Bring in Rick Carlisle as a hologram because he was unable to be there. Just Ricky showing. Well, up. what did you think? Did you watch the entirety of this thing? It was like uh I mean it was like 50, 50 minutes. minutes. Yeah, it was yeah. like Nora at some point, she was in the other room and came back and was like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you watching? <laughs> and Dirk was still going on. Yeah. And she also pointed out, he's got a voice that can put you to sleep. Mm. I was like, yeah, like he, you know, he's got that, the way he talks, like yeah. his cadence, it does, mm. it's like a bit of a dideridoo. A, a bit of a lullaby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, it was long. Did you watch the whole thing like I did? Or you, no. No, you caught this morning? Uh, yeah, I was a clipper. I was a clipper man okay. in this one. Yeah, I, I caught the clips. Dirk is special, obviously. Yeah. I know we throw around those those words all the time. The superlatives, hey, this guy's special, this guy's special. He is doing. He did something that so many guys are trying to do. The one team guy who wins a championship, Bradley Beal and Damian Lillard, are trying to do it. There aren't many that have done it uh, in the modern era. Mm-hmm. And nobody did what Dirk did, hitting a shot with his 
in, at his uh, 20 years old and then 40 years old with the same team. Joe Johnson doesn't count. The guy did a lot with uh, <laughs> the guy did a lot in his 20s and 30s. Makes me look back and wonder what the heck I did with my 20s and 30s. Uh, I'll tell you right this. here. Yeah, <laughs> get a statue of Tassie at the front here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's uh, yeah he's uh, he is he is one of a kind. That you bring up his his voice and how it puts you to sleep. I, I, you know, selfishly think of the moments whenever I talk to him. And, right. And when we're at All-Star Weekend, before they put the guys on the pedestals and gave them some actual room to talk to reporters, we were able to get right up in their grill. Yeah. Like, he was eating voice recorders. <laughs> I remember him. They were, they were, like, within three inches of his face, and he didn't budge. He didn't flinch, yeah. I remember. And he would just sit there in the exact same laid-back pose, and it was laid back on those folding chairs, you know, as far back as possible, and, and answer our questions about, hey, what would you do if you weren't a basketball player? I'd, I'd be a painter. My family was a painting, <laughs> a painting family, and I'm really tall, and I could reach the roof uh, without needing a ladder. Uh, you know, really good answers like yep. that, and uh, it just... Alpine uh, skiing. Was Alpine skiing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. If, if he was in the Winter Olympics, <laughs> if he was in the Winter Olympics, what, what uh, event would you partake yeah. in? Huh? Alpine skiing. We might have to drop that as a, yeah, as a, a, a classic clip, because uh, uh, I think the Winter Olympics yeah. are like a month away, so maybe that's right. the timing yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, love, I, love the, I love all the dad jokes as well. I was a pure dad joke from Mark Cuban. Yeah. With the budget too small. Yeah, yeah. The Jason oh, yeah. Kid. Hey, we're giving away ten days. Yep. Do you want to yeah. come in, Derek? That was uh, good. Yeah, I like and 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 just the respect. Like Karan Butler is an assistant coach on the Miami Heat right now. They had a game last night, but he flew in. Uh, didn't want to. Didn't need to work because he needed to be with Dirk, a guy who who led in a different way. You know, he he led uh, number one by example and number two uh, just by by working hard and not really. Not being a showboater, you know, he's 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 never really talked about himself, and he just got the job done over twenty years. He's just a unique guy. What did you think of the whole ceremony? Yeah, it was fun. It was well done. I, I thought those tend to be long, but I thought the uh, speeches, for the most part, apart from Dirk, people got up, said their bit, and, and yep. went down. Uh, but Dirk <laughs> is one of the rare guys who honestly is, and someone tweeted this to us yesterday. I mean, is there anyone who's more universally just loved? than Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, it's a uh, very, Manny, very yeah, short list. It, it is. Yeah. I, I responded with Clay because I think Clay is one of those guys. But um, Dirk sort of is because he is that super elite superstar and he got the fairy tale there in Dallas. He got the MVP. He finally got over the hump and won yeah. that championship because if they don't win it in 2011, does Dirk finish his entire career with one well, team? That's what I, I saw Ziller writing in his yeah. newsletter this morning. Like you, you for, for especially young people that maybe weren't there watching Dirk before the title... Like it was all like this guy can't do it, right. doesn't have it, yeah. never get there. You know, every every flame out in the playoffs that, Absolutely. that, that would come up time and time again. Uh, and I I think the answer is probably no. Mm. Right? I think so. I think I mean, so too. At some point, at they, some point, they, they say but go and chase it. a championship somewhere else. Yeah. And does he get the statue? Because Mark Cuban well, possibly, implied, yeah. Mark Cuban implied, he said, "We're not doing this because you won a championship." Yeah. Uh, got to call bull pucky. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he gets it. Right. But Come anyways. on, you've seen the Brad Davis statue out there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, but that's a thing with Dirk. I mean, uh, you know, he because he, he had the the 2006, they were 6 minutes away from yep. going 3 up on the heat and then of course 2007 when they were the number 1 seed and they get upset by the Warriors. So it was it was like the big European sure is an MVP but he can't do it in the playoffs. Yeah. And then and then to yeah. do it against the Heat, and they were down 2-1 in that series to sort of reverse what happened in 2006 and it was all Dirk, uh, or you know, largely him. He'd got all the credit and all the flowers, and I think at the end everyone's really happy to see him 
achieve all those things. The one team, the MVP, and the championship, all with Dallas. Yeah. Um, highly recommend you at least go watch the clips from this one. I thought it was cool, too, uh, not putting the, the, the banner, his jersey number, like all the way up to the rafters, like in the spot where <laughs> mm. it's ultimately going to end. It's sort of just like hovered in the middle for all to see. Better shots, better photographs. It's good thinking, I think. Yeah, if you're doing it for the photographs, it definitely worked out. But just iron these things. That's the thing. <laughs> True. Like, it's really every single time. If you go for the raise it from the floor, the other way to do it is like the Zach Randolph where you drop it, uh, like drop yeah. the, the cloth off the thing that's already on the wall. Neither is really a perfect choice. I did like the way some of the shots looked like when they showed uh, the trophy and then you can yeah, see the, the cool. banner in the background. That looked awesome. And speaking of dad jokes, the best one for me <laughs> was when Dirk said, my father-in-law is here today. Uh -huh. <laughs> what I appreciate most about you is your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. So good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, go check the clips. Uh, anything else about the, the ceremony well, or Dirk's? It's, it's always fun just watching the kids because, you know, how much do they really understand of what's happening and what, what that night means? And one I'm of them... always amazed that they can sit there oh, well, exactly. that long. I mean, you guys have kids. Yeah. Like, to keep them in a chair. Like... <laughs> I liked when you heard him at the end. He's like, Morris, look what you did. Yeah. You got it to go up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which one it was, but one of them just yawning away yeah. there as dad's making his speech. And you can just see they're just like, what are we, what, what's going on? Why are we doing this, dad? But uh, yeah, so it was great. Well, well done, Mavericks. They I was I was thankful of the NBA, I guess the Mavericks, for starting this Dallas game early than they earlier than they normally would. Because mm -hmm. I remember I remember like a day or two before going like, oh, wait, they're going to do it after the game. And I'm immediately like, oh, my God, that means it's not going to be until super late. I wanted to watch it live. But they bumped it up. I mean, that was a pretty early start there in Dallas. For sure. Yeah. And I, I do like the fact, yeah, it's early, good for the kids as well, Dirk's kids. <laughs> sure. And and I do like the fact that the banner is on the floor level for the kids because they are, while Dirk was raising it, or while they're raising it right in front of Dirk and his family, you can see Dirk telling uh, his kids what was going on. It's right there in yeah. front of yeah, them. Yeah. So it's better for the children <laughs> to see that. And um, I'm, I don't know what happened. You talked about uh, the banner not being ironed. Mark Cuban's shirt, also. Wow. Not ironed. I mean, like, I mean what's, what's could up? care well, less yeah. to dress for the occasion. Hey, oh, no. Hey, hey, okay, okay. Oh, gotta, right. That's the last time. It's that. done. That's yeah, last we yeah I'm going to freaking hang. floor display, I think. Yeah. Sorry, for those listening, the poster <laughs> fell again. Yeah, I thought okay, that would last an hour. Anyway. Uh, yes. Yeah, but Mark Cuban seemed to have jeans, sneakers, and that T-shirt on last night, and that was it for it. You know? Yeah, yeah, no. Didn't put on a suit, I thought. Unusual, but then again... But he never does. Well, he does not Shark Tank, but he doesn't wear a tie. <laughs> That's true. Good point. Mm. We just throw that right back in my face. Yeah. He does wear a suit on Shark Tank. Well, I bet, I bet there was a bit it's of a you know, fight over it. I bet he wouldn't choose to wear one, but... Uh, you think they made him? I think so. I think so. ABC, they're like, put yeah, on a suit. Yeah, because it's like you're supposed... You have to look rich yeah, on the yeah, show, I guess. Exactly, yeah. Wow. But he would stand out. He would stand out. We got to find out from Cuban. Did they make you wear a suit on Shark Tank? That's interesting. I think you're probably right. You're probably right. Dirk I think so. Dirk looked good in his suit, though. He looked great. Oh, he looked he fantastic. Looked good. He yeah. looked good. Yeah, he I looked sharp. He could still play. Yeah. For sure. Uh, as for the game, Luca led the Mavs 26 points, 7 boards, 8 assists. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith, good gourd almighty. <laughs> 17 points, 4 threes, very nice. And then Jalen Brunson scored 15. He has now scored in double figures in 19 consecutive games, I read. So, good win, quality win here uh, from the Mavericks on Dirk's night. But sort of the story from this one, in terms of the game pass, is uh, Steph Curry... Uh, struggling uh, for a second game in a row and now the Warriors are saying he's got like a quad contusion he may not play tonight against the Pelicans but yeah it's wild 
Yeah, seeing Steph off and almost having a wedgie there was very, <laughs> yeah. very strange. Like right at the rim? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it was that sort of mid-range-ish floater for him where he would bank at home mm -hmm. uh, usually. But yeah, he went in between the rim and the backboard. Steph is off. His last two games, he's very off. It's really interesting to hear him and Steve Kerr talk about his misses. He had four misses, and Steve said that were the exact same way. They sort of rimmed out. They were half an inch short front rim. Then they hit the back rim, and then they popped out for exactly the right. same way because, uh, you know, they're obviously so specialized, and they know that just Steph is a little off. And then next game, those that half inch is not going to be there whether or not it's tonight uh, because he has that thigh contusion it doesn't seem like it, it seems like he's going to take a game off and he probably should and I, and I thought with Clay coming back that there would be some games where Steph yeah, you did takes take some time off because why the heck not yeah. <laughs> why, why drill him into the ground Curry just to get the numbers out there for everybody 8 of 41 mm. over his last two games that is sub 20% his worst field goal percentage over a two game span in his career according to ESPN stats and info and he's only scored 23 points and missed a hell of a lot of three pointers he's only hit 2 out of 19 yeah well that's it I mean 2 for 19 for Steph is basically unheard of but I thought Dallas for a team that I haven't been super impressed with this season mm -hmm. played one of their more tougher games they grinded there it wasn't yeah. a smooth victory and Luca picked up almost looked like a hamstring injury very early into the game fought through that and then he picked up an ankle or something yeah he as well. says he's okay yeah he yeah. says he's okay so yeah. credit to him for fighting through that but yeah the, and there was no excuses there for the Warriors Draymond played Wiggins played they had their you know basically their full squad and their offense was one of the worst it's looked all season so uh, very very good win an important win that they get that win on that Dirk retirement night because uh, you don't want a Paul Pierce situation where LeBron comes in yeah I saw that. people saying that on Twitter yeah. I totally had forgotten about yeah. that but like yeah the concern of playing the Warriors yeah, they smoke you by 30 yeah that would and be like, like you know Curry has a monster exactly or something yeah, like that, yeah. especially because of the Warriors you know the history with Dirk there as well but didn't work out that way well done Dallas yeah any uh, notes from Warriors Mavs in terms of the game itself I just can't believe Steph Curry sucks now yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's why he's I mean, got to 3,000 career threes and decided to be a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's crazy though to look at Steph's stats for the season he's not close to 50 40 90 He's barely at 40, 40, 80, 42 from the field, 38 from three, obviously 91 uh, from the free throw line, which just means he's going to make a whole bunch of threes in the second half of the season. So watch out for that. But also Jordan Poole, we talked about him big time after his 32 point performance, six points on three of eight shooting. Teams are getting really, really bold with doubling Steph Curry. Certainly the Mavericks were last night. Not only is the best defender guarding him, they're doing everything to get the ball out of his hands and it's not he's not able to find a rhythm. Somebody else has to do something offensively. Poole was not able to. He's a really upsy-downsy kind of guy. Mm -hmm. It was down last night, but I would imagine Steph gets it back over the course of the rest of the season. Clay is coming back, but... You know, Steph's still the guy that stirs their drink, so he's still got to be special for them to get wins. Would you bet on Steph Curry over, let me say, the next five games he plays in, would you bet that he scores 50 in one of the games? No. Okay. No, because okay. Uh, he's off right now. Uh, and also, <laughs> yes. he, he banged that knee with uh, Kleber, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was sort of running that off. So okay. last night, I think he was playing with something, but... Um, I don't quite see a fifty point. Okay. I think I think he I think he does have a little something right now. Like okay. he's, he's got an injury. I hope he plays in Clay's return. Like like you, like mm. you said, Tass. Like Sunday. he maybe doesn't play tonight. Okay, that's fine. You're playing the Pelicans too. Maybe they bounce back to get the victory anyway. But like, I don't want Clay to come back and then you have uh, Curry like out of the lineup stuff like that. It would just, right. just suck. I mean, be, the Warriors would probably be fine, I guess. But 
as an NBA fan, we want to see this team sort of full squad and how dangerous they could be. Totally. And yeah. I think Steph wants to be there, too. I think Draymond Green wants to be yeah. there, too. I think they're very, 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 very pumped uh, to see Clay back on their floor. It is interesting uh, with Steph how we talked about him possibly breaking the single game record to, to be able the single game record for threes to be able to break his total record for threes in, in the NBA back then and now we talk about him oh maybe he can score 50 next week like we 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 know that the impossible is possible with this dude yeah. and Anthony Slater on the athletic road as Trey went through his percentages down to 38.8 last year he came back after he was injured hit that tailbone came back and had a run uh, of, right. of 15 games where he was you know nearly 50 percent from three on uh, his next 200 shots and if he were to do that he bounced back up to like 41 percent over three so you know what's happening you know what's happening you know if steve steve and steph kerr and and curry are saying steve and steph kerr and curry i never really thought of the really close names Both <laughs> i think are, about it all the time because yeah, my too. dad's name is steve, steve kirby, kirby. Yeah. Mm, that's important. Yeah. uh if they're sort is he of a shooter Nah, no? nah, nah, no. nah. He likes to shoot a pull-up three like Steph Curry does, but uh, <laughs> percentages aren't there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's old school. He's probably mid-range in. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, for him, a, uh, it's like a special treat to take a pull-up three. Uh, <laughs> but what would you say your dad's best basketball skill is? Is it passing? Is it defense? Is it shooting? I guess it could Flopping. Be. Oh, man. He's a big flopper. Wow. Big flopper dopper. A man taught me how to take a charge before he taught me how to shoot a hook shot. <laughs> uh, number two is no passing. No you hate defense so much. <laughs> yeah, Scarred. Yeah. Scarred from having to do uh, charge drills. Charge with drills. Yeah. <laughs> they showed that clip of uh, Dirk and Holger walking on the benches, you know, and they're like taking yeah. one step up, one yeah. step down. My dad and me used to do that as well, but it was just him throwing his shoulder into me and I had to flop as much as I could. <laughs> Sixth grade, I had a referee tell me, you flop like that again, I'm giving you a technical. <laughs> Sixth grade. <laughs> Flopped in the second half, though. <laughs> got, got the call. Yeah, we're going the other way. Amazing. Wow. Sorry. Cut, no, cut nothing nothing okay. to say. He can go off like that. Steph can yeah. go off like that, too. And if Steve and Steph Steve, Steve oh, yeah. and Steve and Trey are in that are in lockstep like that, where they know that he's that close, like, maybe one game off, but he can, he can just go off. Yeah. He'll be back. All right, let's keep it going here. Nets point guard Kyrie Irving started last night's game against the Pacers. He scored 22 points in his season debut. They got the 129-121 victory there for Brooklyn. Um, Lance Stevenson nearly stole the cool. show. We'll get to Born Ready, I'm sure. Uh, Kyrie was expected to play a big chunk of the game. I think those were uh, that was uh, Steve Nash's quote. And he logged 32 minutes in the debut there. Four assists, three boards, three steals. And he hit several clutch baskets mm-hmm. sort of down the stretch. So let's start with you, Lee. How would you grade Kyrie's debut? What what sort of system do you want? Like a letter out of ten, out of five? What, what Give you... us the rubric. <laughs> the full okay, rubric. From now on, anytime I ask for a grade yeah. on something in our show, you can assume it's a letter grade okay. unless I say otherwise. Okay. 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 I'll, I'll give you a B plus. Okay. I, I think uh, I think statistically, uh, he he finished much stronger than he started. He was a little yeah. bit rusty. They ran the very first play of the game for him, Steve. Uh, Nash, Nash. <laughs> oh my God. not Kirby, Sorry. not Kerr or Kirby or yeah. Curry. Yeah. Uh, said it was a welcome back gift, which is unusual phrasing. Anyway, he missed it. But look, he—you uh, can see clearly uh, the difference of having another guy out there who can create his own. He can get his own. He can shoot. He allows then Steve Nash to rest Harden or Kevin Durant and mm-hmm. still have two stars out there on the floor because Paddy Mills has basically been playing that third scoring role 
for the Brooklyn Nets yeah. this season. And he's been great, but, um, you know, Kyrie is a different level. So he came out, and this was an important win for the Nets. They'd lost three in a row. They needed it. They were down big. They were down 18, 17, 18 points there yeah. late in the third quarter. And they came back, and Kyrie showed he's still got that bag of tricks, that that ability to sort of go inside. And like we've seen from Ja Morant, you know, one or two steps, switches hands, gets those layups, and finishes around the rim. So that's really good. So 22 points. Pretty pretty good shooting, 9 for 17. In the end, as I say, started off a little bit slowly, but he found a couple there. Struggled by his standards at the free throw line. But overall, I think uh, if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you can now say, okay, you know, this is what we kind of envision when we have Harden, Durant, and Kyrie Irving together is three legit all-NBA-type guys who can go out there and cause so much trouble for the opposing team. Now, it's the Indiana Pacers, so... You know, probably not a bad team to go up against. You know, they weren't very good, and certainly in the backcourt, they are uh, diminished right now. So Kyrie got a chance to sort of get back into it. He played 32 minutes, and to be honest, it didn't look like he hadn't played in, he said, eight months. Yeah. He, he's, he's obviously been working on his conditioning. So good for him, uh, good for the Nets. Now I just wonder what he's going to do going forward. Four of the next six games are at home. So. For Steve Nash, it's like, great, that was great. Now we have to wait for him to come back and play again right. because uh, he can't play home games there in Brooklyn. But uh, on the surface, one game in, uh, pretty good news uh, and pretty good, you know, the way it looked for Brooklyn, a whole lot better than their last three games where they have really seemed to struggle. Kevin Durant, by the way, had a, probably the quietest 39 oh, points of his I, life. I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> I watched um, the majority of this game, and when they said he had 39, I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. I've been watching every single play <laughs> in this know. game. Uh, I was getting 39. Incredible stuff in 41 minutes. But I, yeah. I think he just felt, you know, and obviously James Harden's an incredible talent as well, but I think Kevin Durant just felt that he didn't have so much on his shoulders there last night, even though he just cruised yeah. his way to that 39. Uh, the Nets, when they have all three of these guys... In the 15 games they play together, 12 and three, and they have an unbelievable, you know, point differential. They played 15 games together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in a year. Yeah, yeah. 350 crazy, minutes man. basically is what they've played. Um, okay, Professor Ellis gives it a B plus. Uh, what about you, Professor Kirby? <laughs> uh, what are we grading it? <laughs> uh, I'll give it a B plus as well okay. because. Uh, Brooklyn just looks scary, man. They gave up 101 points in three quarters, and it wasn't even a concern for them in the fourth quarter. The offense looked so easy. For the most part, it was Durant, Harden, and Kyrie with Patty Mills and DeAndre Bembry as the role man. And DeAndre Bembry just had all of the space in the world yeah. in the middle of the lane because there's four legit shooters out there. So he was rolling. They were dishing it to him. He finished. He got three for three in the fourth quarter, 10 points in the fourth for Kyrie. That's why the Nets are still one of the favorites here. I mean, as long as Kyrie is able to play during the playoffs and honestly... It's so far away now. Who knows what the mandates are going to be I by know. that time? He says his vaccination status is day to day at this point. <laughs> is he going to be releasing like a press, like an injury report on his own vaccination <laughs> status? I don't know. But if he's out there, the Nets can beat anybody and they can score with anybody. They had to play one quarter to win this game. Yeah, it seems just like last year when it it seemed like they had all three of them. It is ridiculous that they only played 14 games together last mm -hmm. year uh, and they went into the second round against the Milwaukee Bucks as the favorites but then Kyrie goes down James Harden goes down and Kevin Durant nearly <laughs> right. nearly gets them to the conference finals so that's why they are the favorites in Vegas and uh, yeah you guys are tough graders uh, I I'd grade this on a curve because Kyrie hasn't played all season I gotta go a <laughs> yeah, no, I got to go a little higher because he looks so good, even in uh, pregame warm-ups, 
guys, uh, you know, the reporters there, our guys, uh, Varden and Schiffer, were, were sending in the clips of him just handling the ball and getting into his mid-range. And, yeah, Bembry's going to have space. Patty Mills is going to have space. But also... Kyrie's going to have space. You have to guard Durant and you have to guard Harden. Uh, so Kyrie's going to be able to get into that mid-range where he is looking so good. Yeah, the first quarter, two shots short on both of them. Went to the bench, came back. And then money the rest of the game, uh, especially in that fourth quarter where, it, like like Trey said, they only had to play, really had to play that fourth quarter where they limited the Pacers to five makes. And they're five of 19 in that fourth quarter. So, yes, this... this uh, this top ten defense, people think, well, maybe it's a maybe it's a mirage, but I, I think like last year, one good quarter and they can win games right. if they're all there. The whole mandate thing of what the heck is happening with this team is still a question mark. But again, Kyrie never said I will not get vaccinated. That wasn't part of his uh, his IG live that he gave us uh, preseason. It was a different reason for why he sat out. So, uh, yeah, they, sh- they should be the favorites because we've never seen this team full strength in the playoffs, and I can't believe it's only been 15 games. They'd only played, I guess, was it 14 games going into the playoffs last year? Or I guess that's probably counting playoffs. Maybe it, maybe it is. Yeah, yeah, I think it was eight yeah, going into yeah. the playoffs last year, and they could have beat the Bucks, uh very, very easily in round two. I thought you saw his impact uh, in Kyrie's first game in in transition too. Oh, yeah. Like that was like the like vintage Kyrie like oh crap like he's going the other way he's going to dribble around three guys and then like you said mm. that sort of like craftiness at the rim where it feels like he switches hands all the time but can somehow finish because he had he had one there like he struggled early in the game and then he had one in the second quarter sort of unlocked him a little bit and then he had a couple in the fourth quarter that were uh, sort of sealed the deal. Bembry gave them really good minutes too last night and I think the Nets to be like the championship like. Contenders, they are because they have the talent, but they need those. They need the guys to do the dirty work. They really do. Sure. And like Bembry had a couple nice defensive deflections and hit the ground a couple times, and like they they just got to get those minutes because you don't need anybody else to score really. No. You just like you guys said, we need we need a nice ten minute window where we just play lockdown defense, and that will win us a ton of games. And so you need to do like. You need to be scrappy for a little mm-hmm. bit, and you need some of those guys to fill in the yeah, holes. Two, two big problems, though, I still see is yeah. interior defense. Yeah. If you go up against Joel Embiid, you know, he should be able to feast inside. And Giannis. And, and, and that's the other yeah. one, Giannis. I mean, yeah. they, those guys can attack the paint, and that's the yeah. vulnerability that the Nets have. You can put Kevin Durant there, but he's not a great physical defender against those guys. You don't want him doing that. So that's still a problem the Nets have to address. But, again, if you can put 135 up on the board against anybody, maybe you can overcome mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and last year they got you know decent minutes from Blake in the playoffs. Uh, they went and signed James Johnson to try and help out on the big guys. And you know, like good championship teams, uh, the first season, you know, you get your big guys together, your big names together, and then the second year, maybe you get better players around them. Mm-hmm. And so there's still a couple months here for Sean Marks to go get a center, a really capable center. They're trying Nick Claxton. Uh, obviously, DeAndre Jordan did not work, even though he, he was good friends and probably still is good friends <laughs> yeah. with Kevin Durant <laughs> and Kyrie Irving. Uh, and Blake is not part of the rotation. But, yeah, Bembry, Brown, uh, and uh, those guys, uh, John, James Johnson, yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge, who came back from yeah. protocols, all, also look good. Yeah, he if, if, it's, uh, if they can't get anybody, Aldridge is probably the guy who... I know, sucks up a lot of those fourth quarter minutes. Yeah. I don't the know. funny thing with Aldridge is he's like can still score. Like that shot is automatic still, but he is he looks slow on slow the slow on the defensive end. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, exactly. You know, he's never been all that uh, no, fleet footed. That guy's a giant dude. That yeah, he a, is. Yeah, an, an underrated big in this league. Yeah. I don't think people realize. We've said it before. Like if you're around him, you're like, oh my god, that guy is huge. But yeah, he gives it back a little bit on the defensive end. That, that's right. But if they can only get him out there for maybe ten minutes, sort of, you know, like in total, then maybe it doesn't 
it costs them too much. But uh, we'll see if they do address that coming up yep. here before the trade deadline. Uh, let's talk Born Ready, though. Lance Stevenson, what a show there <laughs> in the first quarter. His first game back in Indiana. He's played a couple games with the Pacers here already here on this, uh, on this 10-day hardship exception. But his first game in Indiana since 1718, and he comes off the bench and scores 20 <laughs> points. In the first quarter, he finished with 30, a high for his Indiana career. He scored 33 uh, for another team, but th- this was amazing, and the place was actually going crazy, and it was it was fun. I had just talked about it the day before, like, God, I hate watching the Pacers play right now. It was the Knicks-Pacers game. Like, oh, well. But, uh, man, it's a lot more fun when uh, Lance Stevenson's strumming the guitar ah. and, and is unconscious. He couldn't miss a shot. Yeah, I thought he was done after he got to 14. Then he hit a three to make it 17, I think, and then a three right, right at the end of yeah. the quarter. And then, yeah, that was, his, that was his last song of his set. He strummed <laughs> off. And, uh, yeah, he only attended the rest of the game. But for him to have his pacer high yeah, yeah. yesterday, <laughs> he, he didn't even start the game. Yeah. He came in at the 6.30. Six minutes, yeah. Yeah, halfway through the first and popped 20. That was perfect. That was, it was the perfect opener. You know, he, the, the Lance... Lance make you dance as the opener, and then the Nets, the Nets were obviously the main attraction uh, to close the game. Yeah. Did he strum the guitar on his first make? Like, oh, I didn't uh, see that. Oh, on the first one? I don't know if it was the first one or not. There was one that he just yeah. did one strum. Yeah. Like he, <laughs> just I think tuning, it was maybe yeah. the one at the end of the court. Oh, I can't remember I mean, which he, one it was. He shimmied was that hard one? at the end of, at the, yeah. End of yeah, the Yeah, but he, he did a shimmy, and then he did one, like the tiniest <laughs> little strum. Like one strum. That was it. Yeah. Just tuning the guitar, I guess. He, he said as soon as he puts on that Pacers jersey, it gives him back his powers. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I love it. Uh, do you think he, like he's gonna stay with the Pacers? Like, I mean, they could use him. It's like you can't have a guy just pick him up off a ten day and drop thirty off the bench. Can I mean, that's just how desperate they are for somebody else. I mean, right. so maybe he stays. He's been there twice. And he's a third time. Like Will Purdue going back to the Bulls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, I wasn't ready for Will Purdue. Right? Yeah, I think right. keep him. That was the best moment of the Pacers season. Like it was the most excited and exciting that they've been and like you're saying the garden was going crazy nobody calls it the garden no the field house. House. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah oh it's I called like confused. the game it's called a like game bridge field house is that right the field yeah. house yeah, yeah there's something in there there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity uh in indiana right now even dwayne washington jr yeah. is playing all right yeah Kiefer sykes is playing yeah. all right there's shots to go around somebody's got to take him lance is happy to all right we're gonna take our first break when we come back we'll play a little what you got because we got to talk about lowry's ejection some of the crazy finishes last night demarcus cousins getting waved by the bucks so lots more Silicon, don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Back with no dunks. <laughs> Anything, any, any news? <laughs> uh, terms apply. <laughs> uh, if you're just joining us live right now on, on uh, YouTube here and you're part of the stream team, take a second, like the video, subscribe. 
really helps us out. Let's get to a little what you got. What you got? What you got? What you got? First one. Man, I'm taking two things that are completely unrelated and jamming them into a question for you guys, okay? Kyle Lowry ejected last night after he casually tossed the ball (laughs) back to an official after a foul. He had picked up a tech earlier in the period. This is what triggered the automatic ejection. And then completely unrelated, the Bucks plan to wave center DeMarcus Cousins uh, as they opt for roster flexibility ahead of the league-wide contract guarantee date on Friday. And this news broke immediately after Cousins went for like 15 and 10 in mm. 20 minutes uh, in a loss to the Raptors last night for Milwaukee. So, the what you got question for you guys, for everybody joining us in the stream team, for all the listeners of the podcast, what was more shocking? Lowry's ejection or the Bucks waving DeMarcus Cousins? What you got? The Bucks waving Cousins is pretty weird. Uh, he's played well offensively. He's hitting the glass, which is something they certainly need, but he doesn't move very well defensively. And if the Bucks are trying to keep some salary cap space open for the rest of the season with his guarantee date coming open that makes a little bit of sense not to mention demarcus cousins can be a prickly presence uh around a team so i wouldn't be completely surprised if he wore out his welcome and the team is just like we can find another backup big guy somewhere out there that being said they will need to find another backup big guy especially if brooke lopez isn't back soon right so for me the more shocking thing was kyle lowry's ejection because why did he get object <laughs> ejected because the referee didn't catch the ball when he Mm -hmm. threw it back to him. Like, it didn't look like he put a ton of zip on it. It didn't look like Lowry said anything at the time he threw it. No. No. Surely Lowry's chirping the guy. He's, you know, he had a technical earlier in the game, but at this specific time, (laughs) it looked like just a simple toss over to the ref Mm -hmm. who botched the catch and gave him the toss. So, yeah, that was weird. Very weird stuff. But a lot of weird things were happening in Portland last night. I don't think you can find any excuse for that referee. That referee just got mad. Mm. He just—he didn't see the ball coming, even though it was a very light toss. Yeah, hit him in the gut, just a little hey. bit of a, a little bit of a trigger, just a little. I don't know. I'm you know I'm not going to diagnose the guy, but uh, a little <laughs> aggressiveness for no reason, zero reason. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with what Lowry said. It shouldn't because. He literally didn't say anything. <laughs> I, you know, while we're seeing this clip, did it happen? Did he say something minutes before? He's obviously said something after when he was ejected. Uh, I don't know what Duncan Robinson is saying. Maybe they had a thing going on. I guess that's possible. What do you There's think? Zero, re- zero reasons for me. Yeah. yeah. What do you um, think? Which I, I believe it was a rookie referee, too. Yeah. Uh, not that that's an excuse. Um, look, people, sometimes players, when they're frustrated, they do zip the ball to the referee, okay? Sometimes. In yeah. this case, I don't think Lowry did it like we've seen in the past where... Because it wasn't even the guy who called the foul. Sometimes you see it like when they throw it at the referee. But I think this referee interpreted that as Lowry sort of yeah. disrespecting, you know, shoving the ball and pretending he wasn't doing it with some sauce on it. That's the only reason. I don't think he was right. I, don't, I think it was too quick a trigger, especially yeah. to get ejected for it. But... Again, a rookie referee maybe just feeling disrespected. Maybe that's just how he reacted. And as Tass said as well, sometimes, sorry. Sometimes throughout the game, there's a little bit of beef that you don't always see during sure. during the game and maybe the referee But was, I still have to be able to give you the ball. <laughs> yeah, I know, but but at the same time as well, 
he, he, I mean, he didn't. He didn't zip it, but I can just sort of see. <laughs> I'm just saying. What, what is he supposed to do? Like put it down? Just leave it. You well, make yeah, it a tech for that. No, now you're you know, mocking no, just, him. Just, you come you, get it. You can leave it as well. You can leave it like that. You don't have to do that. But what's, what's I'm the just, opposite of a zip? A zip or a lollipop? A zip or a, yeah, a lob? Knew what you got, zip or lob? Because I don't think that was a there's zip. There's no by zip on that. There's, there's no. There's a tiny amount of zip on no, that. Tiny no, zip. Zero, zero, zero zip. It almost arcs. You can almost like arc. uh, you yeah, can put an anal bead on but, that. But, but, an arc. Look, it, it was it was harsh. You didn't deserve it, but uh, yeah, you know maybe like, look, it's look, like a second baseman throw to the first baseman. You know, look, look, it literally lobs. There's zipish. Yeah. Zipish. Okay. Oh, there's an arc. There's an arc. You yeah. can see. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, last year, I think it was last season. I remember us debating whether JJ Reddick deserved to be ejected for something similar. Yeah. I guess. Now, do you remember like yeah, Reddick? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he did a real like spinner. Yeah. He like uh, put yeah. some crazy spin on the ball, threw yeah. it a little low, and the official didn't like that. Yeah, and that was his second. Uh, Technical and he got ejected if I remember correctly. They had some planted beef from yeah. earlier yeah, in there the was, game. Yes, that's and, exactly. and listen, oh, like and, two and, possessions. That's it was right. Straight yeah. two possessions going back and forth, and so that was yeah, sort of understandable. Yeah, even at the time of. we were like, come on, yeah. Like, yeah, but but there was some beef, so maybe we didn't see something here mm. with the official. Yeah, but I would even say Reddick's throw. Not that it had zip, but it was more like an FU throw. Yeah, exactly. Throw and spin on it, yeah. threw it at his legs. Lowry well, like, threw okay. it with his left yeah. hand. If you wanted to zip, he'd go righty. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think the cousins thing. The cousins thing is definitely it's odd, but I would probably be pretty positive if I was a Bucks fan. Maybe that means Brook Lopez is coming back sooner, or they know he's coming back sooner. That's obviously not a given. But yeah. the second thing is they're probably going to go after somebody else. Uh, and Cousins wasn't shooting the ball all that well from three-point land. Does that, does that matter? I mean, Bobby Portis in his backup role last year as the backup big in the playoffs banged home threes, and uh, you had to respect him. And, and Cousins, you don't really have to respect his three as much. So that's, I don't know, they're going to be doing something, and I, and I think they're not done anyways. They're not yeah. going forward like this. He gave them decent numbers off of the bench in a limited role and he played like 17 games for the Milwaukee Bucks right so, so he got a fair shake I think I think the Bucks had a good look I at agree. him and they said okay yeah he is giving us that but as, sort of as Trey mentioned there as well if you lock him up then it's like okay then we are sort of stuck with him for the rest of the season I think they're keeping their options open yeah. I, I'm not I, I'm assuming they can actually bring him back too if they choose to later on so I, I think this is actually not a bad move here for the Bucks to be like alright we've seen what you can do we're also just going to see what else is out there first before we lock into you. Of, and of course, other teams could be very interested yeah. in bringing. I think he's on. done enough to get certainly attract interest from other teams. Right. I mean, even I mean, again, he's, he's a big guy, but the Nets not super athletic as far as protecting the rim, but he's a physical presence. Mm-hmm. Perhaps even they could uh, look at him. We'll see. All right, our next one here, Kelly Oubre Jr. Had eight three-pointers in the fourth quarter last night. He tied an NBA record set in 2002 by Michael Red for threes made in the fourth there. He was subbed out with four minutes left, too, because the Hornets were up, I think, 35 at, at that point. But not to be outdone, the Sixers' Danny Green racked up zero points, zero boards, zero assists, zero steals, and zero blocks in last night's win over the Magic. His 24 minutes marked the most without recording a stat since good old Tony Snell <laughs> in 2017, who I think played 28 minutes in that infamous game where you've seen that graphic. Yes. It's a classic meme yeah, yeah. Uh, of Tony Snell's line. So the question here, again, for everybody joining us and listening, more impressive stat. <laughs> Ubre Jr.'s eight three-pointers made in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. or Danny Green's uh, o o o o o line. Mm, well... 
We mentioned the word streaky for a bunch of players yesterday. Mm-hmm. Kelly Oubre is a streaky guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. He is a streaky guy. Yeah. As we said on Pop and Packs, if you don't really know how to <laughs> articulate your feelings about a guy, Trey said it, just call him streaky. Mm, uh, you streaky. know, it's been said in the past. Was Anthony Peeler good? He's streaky. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and if you said it about a good player, like Lee mistakenly said it about Larry Bird, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. He threw a pen because he didn't want to say it, but it just came out in a take. Hey, we're on TV. Dumb things have happened. Uh, you, you say someone's streaky. Now, he wasn't streaky enough uh, for the Golden State Warriors last year. They released him. They, they, they said, we're not going to release isn't the right word. They let him go in free agency. And Charlotte grabbed him. He play, comes off the bench again like a Lance Stevenson scenario. I don't think it was a coincidence that we saw Lance Stevenson go off and Kelly Oubre go off same night uh, doing the same things. It's sim- <laughs> similar type of streakiness, IMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, to me, the guy who's been around the league a long time, Danny Green, not being able to collect a rebound, uh, you know, that is a little more surprising. That's I know he plays on the perimeter, and uh, yeah, he's 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 playing a lot of three point line to three point line. That's more surprising to me okay. than than Kelly Oubre going off because we see these great games from Kelly Oubre. This was his career high in threes at nine, but we've seen seven uh, from him earlier this season. The guy can go off, but eight and a quarter in seven That's... and a half minutes. Really? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that is that more surprising than Danny Green going over? <laughs> um, it should be. It, it certainly should be. Because, I do think it is. Because I think for a veteran like Green, you know, like, God, I haven't even, you know, troubled the scorer at all today. Mm. I've just got to go out and grab a rebound. I've just got to, <laughs> like, the give score. the ball to <laughs> Seth Curry. I've got to just dump it into yeah. Joel Allen. But you've got to do something just so you don't have this uh, infamy. But for Kelly to do it with Eric Collins there on the call... Why wouldn't James Borrego just say, go for 10, man? Why not? I, I am 100% with you. Yeah. It's called respect. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's the unwritten rule. <laughs> because at this point, again, it's a blowout. And it's like, you know, four and a half minutes is still in the NBA. If you're down by 25, you can still justify that as like, well, it's not over until basically the last two minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. And again, with Eric Collins on the call, imagine Ubre hit the 10 for the quarter. That would right. be great. It would because, be a great moment. Yeah, Clay has the all-time record for three-pointers made in a quarter. Yes. Now is the third quarter of that 2015 game. But Michael Red, I said, has the record for the fourth quarter with eight three-pointers <laughs> yeah. made, and that's what Kelly tied last night. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, who cares well, about I'm a just, 10-3? Oh, yeah, I'll let no, you know. I know. No, but yeah, uh, record for each quarter now? Well, yes! <laughs> no, I just didn't want people saying, what? Michael what Red doesn't Clay? have it. Clay Thompson has it. Well, yes, again, this is the uh, fourth quarter we're yeah. talking about. But I, okay, so you think it was... Uh, you think it was Kelly Oubre? Uh, yes, I Ultimately. think that's what I went with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> TK, what is um, what, what? How did I ask it? More surprise, more impressive, I guess. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, for me, the most impressive stat last night: twenty-six points, twenty-one rebounds. <laughs> I knew you were going to do this. Eleven assists for Nikola Jokic. JD. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't make it. <laughs> My beef computer is occupied right now by virtual schooling. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's been a lot of tragedies out there, including the fact that I can't make beefs in the morning. So (laughs) I think this is actually the third Jokic beef that I owe, and there's a Rudy Gobert one after there. So we'll see how things transpire around here. The beefs will be back. But uh, for me, I'm going Danny Green with the Cinco Cerro. It's hard to go... 
That's a good an name. entire game without doing anything, yeah. just running. I mean, I know Danny Green is basically Zach Harper out there, three point line <laughs> to three point line, but he's a streaky shooter. Yeah, you would he think is. he would do something and accidentally make a shot, or like Lee saying, just pass it yeah. to the corner and somebody else makes it, mm. or the ball bounces out to you, you get a rebound. Any of those things could have happened. None of them did. That's why it's a legendary line. That's why we're still talking about Tony Snell five years later. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's the twelfth time in NBA history that we've had this Danny Green slash Tony Snell offer. Yeah, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that Danny Green, you know, it's such a different route to the NBA than Kelly Oubre. Second round pick, G League guy, barely hanging on. Finally gets it with the Spurs, uh, gets it going with the Spurs after his little rendezvous with the Cavs. You know, you'd think he'd impact the game a little bit and not be a Cinco Cero. What a great... That's a good call. That's a good... That's a really good way to put it. Can you... My research showed this, so... Right. I did it this morning. Who knows? I was uh, still asleep. Can you name the last player to hit eight threes in a quarter? First quarter, I'll give you that. He still plays. Oh, Kevin Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he only finished with like uh, 32 or 30 points or something for the game. I remember that. 2016. Yeah. He had eight threes in the first quarter. Yeah. It's... I mean... I was looking at stat muse, right? You can punch that in. Yeah. And there oh, yeah. are not many people, of course, who have hit eight threes yeah. or more, in Clay Thompson's case, uh, in a quarter. Let's go down the line. But who there, else? It, I mean, Michael Red. Their re- yeah, <laughs> Michael you. Red. But their research on stat muse only went back to like 15, 16 or something oh. like that. Like around one you could tell the quarters, I guess. I, I don't, <laughs> it was very confusing. I was mm. a little shocked that they didn't have it plugged into their computer system. It's a lot of threes. Maybe somebody's doing virtual schooling on their computer system. <laughs> So Maybe so. Here's a good question yeah. from Emil Nielsen. Sure. Do you think a regular guy could check into an NBA game and get a rebound? I, I think so because uh, sure. because it can just clank off yeah. and just fall yeah. into your hands. I mean, that's the thing with a rebound. Everybody's always saying, could you score in an NBA yeah. game? If somebody, if there's ever a chance where a random person gets put out there, just try and grab a Good rebound, rebound yeah. right? Like just yeah. and then cherry yeah. pick on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. nobody's playing defense. Leave <laughs> <on, laughs> that guy. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> playing defense on a guy going to get a rebound. I mean, you know, not everyone's boxed out every possession. Yeah, your best bet is to just hang around the free throw line that area. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. you nice. get a long one. Yeah, be ready to go left or right, and hopefully. And you it. could technically even just get that tip. If you if you're the first, <laughs> just tip it up. Yeah. Uh, if you're the first, it's gonna be person, tough for you to get a tip. Yeah, but I'm seven just, footers. But you, okay. you never know. You just jump and it's like tap it. It's like that's a rebound. Count that as a rebound. <laughs> yeah. uh, final one here. I want to know Wednesday's wilder ending: the Spurs Celtics game, which San Antonio ultimately won by two, or the Rockets Wizards game, where Kevin Porter Jr. Hit a, a monster three, uh, basically at the buzzer. There was a little bit of time left. Well, where do you go? Well, the Rockets game and Kevin Porter Jr. coming off a one-game suspension to be able to have the ball in his hands and given the green light by Steven Silas to just do what he wants for that 24-second shot clock, sidestep, splash. Mm-hmm. And then after the game, again, after one-game suspension where he left the arena, which caused him to get that one-game suspension, embraced by Steven Silas, embraced by John Lucas, the assistant coach, who he had the spat with right. at halftime. Uh, it was a good scene for them, and we were all wondering what's going on with the Rockets. I, I figured that they had a little bit more uh, veteran leadership or whatever the word is that uh, that hasn't existed in the past there, but exists with Steven Silas at the very least, getting those guys together. And I think it proved that they, they do have something, uh, you know, a little bit more put together than people thought two days ago. So that was more surprising uh, than than the Spurs game for me. Oh, 
that last two and a half minutes of Boston San Antonio. <laughs> it was crazy. It was ugly. Yeah. Ugly, ugly. Uh, bad shots. I guess good defense, actually, from both teams. Uh, DeJounte Murray, there was that weird sort of Jalen Brown went up and there was a, it was called a jump ball when it should be a travel because he didn't sort of get clean possession. I know that's that's one of those debates that's out there at the moment. And then Jalen Brown gets an incredible steal uh, that goes also into a jump ball, I believe it was there yeah, with was uh, Derek the White. That was a crazy steal. Exactly. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he popped it out of Derek White. Yeah. And then it, it looks it's, like Derek White's going to get it again, yeah. but then he hits the ground, yeah. Smart hits the ground, yeah. and then they got tied up. And, yeah, then, uh, and then the Spurs had the ball with five and a half seconds to go. They couldn't get it in. Derek White right. couldn't get it in. They call a timeout, and they bring in Jock Landale. And why? Inbounding I, specialist. Why? And what are you doing? I don't, I don't understand that one. But then he almost gets another five-second violation. Yep. Instead, <laughs> worse than that, he throws it straight to Jalen Brown. Straight to him. Jalen Brown is kind of like, I can't. He almost like, what? And he goes sort of down. It's not a straight no. line drive, but he's got some defenders there. He goes up. Now, he misses the layup. Jock Lando actually goaltends <laughs> on that. He touches Did the he? rim. Yeah, he touches oh, the rim and his hand goes that. up. He could have been called for a goaltend. He wasn't. I guess the refs were just expecting like it's going to go in. It would have only tied the game anyway yeah. there for the Boston Celtics. But it doesn't. Marcus Smart kind of gets it and bobbles it as well. And the Spurs hang on. Ah, oh, man, that was... Uh, that, that it last... sounds like you need a cigarette. Oh, yeah. Well, you, because, you know, you, you sort of, there's so many games on there last night, you're watching that one, and then you look back and you're like, oh, my God. And there was also a, uh, a delay when they went to check uh, uh, who the ball went off, I believe it was. Uh, no, it wasn't. No, it was, no, was uh, Jalen Brown was called... Jalen Brown was called for a, uh, an offensive foul. They challenged it. It took them 15 minutes to not overturn the court. I have no idea. Even on the broadcast there, Mike Gorman's like, they're not going to overturn this. <laughs> you know, the homer on the court is like, they're not going to overturn it. Why did you even challenge in the first place? They didn't. And then the uh, and then the Spurs hang on. DeJounte Murray did come back yeah. in that game, of course. Uh, he'd been out. So <laughs> crazy, crazy. And it really just also highlighted for me how important and how desperate the Celtics are for another creator, a, a point guard. Schroeder and Marcus Smart are their sort of point guards right now. Tatum just tried to go a bit of one-on-one. Brown went to try to go for a bit on one. There's just no more movement. There's no one sort of to help get them into a set. That's, I think, a real problem the Celtics need to address. Wilder ending, Trey. Take us home. What do you, what you got here between the Spurs-Celtics game and then the Rockets-Wizards? I'm with Lee. I think Spurs-Celtics was crazier, even if you're just looking at the last two plays. The Landale turnover and the Brown miss are both like... What is going on? Yeah. This is an NBA game that we're watching here. As for Rockets versus Wizards, not surprising for the Wizards. Their last three games, they lost to DeRozan on the buzzer beater. They had that crazy clutch coups game against the Hornets, and then they lost to Kevin Porter Jr.'s step back three as wow. well. So uh, if you want a game that's going to come down to the last possession, watch the Wizards right now. All right, well, let's hear from the stream team uh, in regards to all three of those what you got questions. Uh, let us know in the comments below. Let us know in the stream team right now. I'm sure you guys are. And uh, we're going to take one more break. When we come back, you got Tweet of the Night. I do. We got Pick'em Results, and we'll wrap this baby up. Don't go anywhere. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams, trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class, 
or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Aditi, Andy, and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Yeah, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. This was an easy one. If you show up at a basketball game as a fan and you're wearing no dunks gear and you get on the Jumbotron, <laughs> you're getting Tweet of the Night. Somebody filmed Yusef Thieb in his no dunks gear in his sweater, rocking out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, pop at, it out. Nice. At the Celtics game. Looking great. Perfect size on that sweater. <laughs> well, it's riding up a little bit. Yeah, but he's got he's busting the moves. I say perfect size because I'm always confused as to what size to get with a, a hoodie too. You, you just go you with go? your regular size and that that's bound to happen. That's what I do. Yeah. But I you should want, go up. I don't want a hoodie a to be too big. Because then it starts weighing me down. I can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. You run into the issue. Like, oh, is it too? Is it too short or too tight? Yeah, like that. I mean, yeah. I don't have that problem with breaking tea. Look at that. It's like literally perfect. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see Yusuf Thieb really with with an issue. It was also a low angle camera. Yeah, no, no, no. no. And he's, was yeah, that, he's, he's dancing. Oh, he's doing, <laughs> was that a? Uh, you can tuck your shirt. So that, oh, I love that he's, he's popping it though. Yeah. Oh yeah. He got he on the jumbotron. Nice purple. That right looks there. good oh, yeah. in that crowd. It yeah, does. especially when you're in a sea of green, I guess. And the Beantown uh, boys. It pains me to say this, but it, it wasn't. There wasn't just one fan uh, of no dunks at the Celtics game because. Uh, Why does it pain? It pains it? me because it, because th this this gentleman <laughs> yeah. it was is a little desperate for attention because Whoa. because he uh, and, and listen we love the guy but he also he tweeted, he tweeted this gentleman this gentleman Mr. Chief oh, okay. his name is Mr. Chief he I say he's desperate for attention because he tweeted a few different people he tweeted Lee mm. saying the the free throw line is the loneliest place in the game or whatever he yeah. said because he got because he got on the court and he got to shoot a free throw he tweeted me when he hit a mid-range jumper and he tweeted me write the story when the ball is in the air <laughs> right, task right, right. uh so you know he wanted Look to get on this. and now we're showing him oh it's a nice that's beautiful nice. that's nice yeah i mean good form chief yeah. good form would you critique it at all oh i think it was great he lined the ball up he had the mechanics yeah. there he bent the knees it went straight in i could have used a little more arc uh, but sure. i couldn't also tell from the uh, yeah uh, i mean if you want to get really picky <laughs> sure but when it goes in like that i mean it didn't bounce and catch the rim it went in clean so also next time when you splash a free like yeah. free throw like that and you're wearing a hat like that please tip it you yeah. know <laughs> please take it off yeah. doff it 
if yeah. you will. Do you have a credential? What's that Yeah, you look, that must be on the floor that way, right? Yeah. Good for yeah, or, or some sort of like, you know, like... You what? Know, celebration. <laughs> <you know>. What? <laughs> what? He's got to do that. He's I would just like... Know. It's just a free yeah. throw. Take yeah, the cap off. It's, it's pressure. It's still pressure there. You only get one usually <gasps> in that nice situation. Shot. See, see, Not that's what I want to know. He also hit a mid-ranger and he said, write the story when the ball is in the air. How many shots did he get? Hmm. Well, let's uh, Chief. I want to know if man. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, yeah, I saw Chief was in the stream yeah. team earlier. I see Yusuf is there as well. Oh, the Beantown sure, boys are showing out. Nice. You know, they they went out with their uh, their no dunks gear. So you got to hop in the stream team to see if it's going to get played. But I yeah. mean, Chief, two for two according to the internet. Yeah. That's a good luck hat. <laughs> maybe he's Ben Simmons out there. You know, he's only putting up his mates. Who knows? Oh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. want to see Chiefs practice footage. Yeah. yeah. I want to see Ben Simmons in Chiefs hat. I <laughs> <laughs> think if Ben Simmons wore Chiefs hat he during a game, he would be a good shooter. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. 100. Only one way to find out. <laughs> luck of the Irish. Maybe. Get him on the Celtics. Shooting so. achieved. Uh, awesome. All right. Great uh, tweet of the night there, Tass. I guess basically oh. two for one deal. In a, yeah, in a, that was in a great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to say no, something. No, yeah, I was. Then I stopped myself. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, yeah. Uh, picking results from last night brought to you by Bet MGM. It was the Hawks Kaka in Sacramento to play the Kings. Sacramento was favored by one and a half. Uh, no Trey Young in this one, but in the end, it didn't matter because of your favorite player in the NBA, Kevin Huerta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Hawks got it done yeah. uh, in the end nice victory for Tass you go to 2-1 and one. Trey gets his first W of January you're 1-2 and two. and Lee and I we had Sacramento and it, you know Fox was Fox was trying his damn best I, I, yeah. I thought we were going to do it again I thought we were going 3-0 but we're 2-1 yeah. uh, like for the Kings I mean Trey Young was a late scratch yeah. in this game this is a team that doesn't have a great defense uh, the Kings well sure 3-4 and four nights okay yeah but you're not going to get a better chance to get, you know, a win against a team that is also struggling. But uh, anyway, it's the Kings, so, you know. Lesson learned. Yeah. The Hawks yeah. did it by committee, as Kevin Herter said after the game. Yeah. 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 And they well loved done. it. Okay, so we're, uh, we got three guys that are 2-1, and one, and Trey's right there at 1-2. and two. What's tonight's game? Tonight's game is two teams that nobody can really get a feel on. The Boston Celtics visiting the New York Knicks. Two mm. Eastern Conference teams. Most people thought would be a little higher in the standings. I'd say a lot of people did. Yep. And uh, they're going up against each other. Who the heck knows what's going to happen? That's why Lee and I are taking the Celtics, who are on a back-to-back, as we talked about, against mm. the San Antonio Spurs, a hectic one. While Trey Skeets are taking the Knicks after a good performance against the Indiana Pacers on Tuesday night. We're a little crazy, Lee and I, but uh, why do you think they're going to come back, Lee? And, and uh, honestly, yeah. This one's tough. Yeah, point and a half there. Uh, that the, so the Celtics are favorite going in. This is the bing-bong game, isn't it? Uh, oh, first, uh, nice. First, night of the, first game of the season for these two teams anyway. So uh, will we oh, wow. see another double overtime game? It was yeah. a great game here. Um, Knicks, just as I've said a lot, struggle at home. So... Yeah, I, I took the Celtics because it's time for them to get back to 500 because oh, I think they're, right they're a 500 squad. That's, <laughs> that's why, essentially, I took them. I, I like the Knicks, obviously, with the pick, but I'm a little worried after seeing that graphic. And you see uh, you see the Celtics mascot wearing a very achieve-like hat. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I saw you, too. You're like, oh, uh-oh. I'm now thinking I should have went Celtics <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> just because it was such a big Beantown uh, boys' night last night. But, I mean, Beantown versus Bing Bong, yeah. it's a tough call. What do you guys think uh, maybe for the pick and pay off this month, you have to squeeze yourself through a toilet seat cover? 
<laughs> Whoever loses. I mean, I'm game. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be the only one who could do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was an insane a... halftime show in Portland. Yeah. yeah. Contortionists are weird. Yes. But I've only ever seen a sexy contortionist. You know, like, very tight clothing. Yeah. Uh, like... Mystical music, <laughs> shaved heads. This was like a, this was like a comedy. This was like Amir Blumenfeld deciding to be a contortionist. He was like ripping his clothes off. At one point, he went through a headband. I can't believe I watched five minutes of a guy putting himself through yeah. a toilet seat cover and a tennis racket. Yeah, it's a it's up on the NBA official NBA YouTube you page if you want to watch the Blazers halftime act last night. But I thought of uh, that. Infamous video in our office, whatever those guys were called, in Area 21 with Kevin Garnett. I mean, <laughs> oh, the broken yeah, bones yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they yeah. could like bend over oh, backwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. through, through a toilet seat. Whoa. Oh. I mean, is it hard to get through a toilet seat? Like, do you just? I, mean, it, I don't know. Like, like, I'm looking at you I going, yeah. like, I don't could know. you it's, just it's like, all shoulders? Yeah. It's all shoulders. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't feel honestly yeah. like I'm that broad from <laughs> pit to side of neck. I think I could go over the top here, JD. You mind if we uh, pop, a, pop a cover off real quick? <laughs> Let's do it. All right, it's in the running. I owe three pick and payoffs still. Uh, I think we're basically locked one in for next week. I won't say what it is, uh, and then we'll get to a couple more. You owe one, so maybe we'll do the toilet seat cover. Sure. I thought Trey was going to ask for like a virtual one, like pop it up on the computer. <laughs> Trey, Trey just tried to. <laughs> <laughs> We yes. gotta get that. I don't think, I don't think JD's that. there quite yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. That's not yet. All right, guys, email in your NBA questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at nodunksinc. Grab yourself an athletic subscription. Please is, do. It, is it still the athletic subscription? <laughs> Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks. Get yourself one of those. If you're a Top Shot hot boy or girl, join TK and I later today. That's still the plan, right? We're going to pop some packs? What time? What time do you want to do it? I mean, two or three. What works better for you? Three. Okay. Yeah. 3 p.m. Eastern on our YouTube page. We'll <laughs> pop some packs, give away some moments if you're into the Top Shot. So join us then. And tomorrow, drop podcast because it's the end of the week. We're going to pick our all-star teams. Mm. All right. First pass. Do you want to lead us? Sure. Okay. You lead us. We'll all have our teams too. And then we can like see where we uh, agree or disagree and get into some debates. Sounds good? Yeah, both conferences. No, that's fine. I can do it if you want. I do what you want to just share it around. Oh, you mean, you mean do you do one conference? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to do the what, what uh, conference you want? East. I'll take the East. I don't good pick. That's the East side of the table. West side of the table. <laughs> oh, I don't mind that. You guys have to uh, come up East with your response. Yeah. Like okay, you guys are in charge of the West. We're in charge of the East. But, all right. Uh, we'll, d we'll debate all of our picks on tomorrow's Drop Podcast live at 10 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube. Until then, Clover Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, head to theathletic.com. A great social media site. It's too popular to be a media site. Theathletic.com slash no dunks to get your subscription. Embrace the day, people.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.